0: So one of the things that I've come to love about human design is that when we understand our unique human design and we are making decisions in congruence with our authority and we really understand what our, our unique messaging is, our, our authority, our money, our money uh, activator, if you will, then we are the most confident, we are the most powerful, and we are the most magnetic. You are listening to Amplify Your Success Podcast, episode 367. And today I'm gonna talk about five ways human design can amplify your unique authority and influence. you ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who wanna shatter their limits and achieve that next level, you're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get Amplified. Hey there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It is your host, Melanie Benson, authority amplifier and possibility igniter for bold, expert entrepreneurs. Today, I'm talking about human design. And If you've not heard of human design, I'm going to encourage you to stay open-minded and explore something with me today. And if you have heard of human design, I hope that I can open a door to some deeper, more unique ways to use this tool to unlock more influence, more impact, and more of your authority. So backstory, I've been using human design very intentionally over the last year in Ignite Mastermind and in some private readings. And I have to tell you, some things have been happening, especially in Ignite Mastermind that were so mind-blowing that I started talking more and more about human design in uh, my communication and my speaking and my emails. Uh, and so now I'm going to share a bit of it here on Amplifier Success Podcast, because what is happening When people start to become aware of their human design and start to understand the intricacies and uh, enter into what the human design community calls the experiment, which is to start experimenting with the uh, elements of your human design to see what helps you feel the most congruent, most aligned, and most powerful. And I love this tool. I, I was exposed to it 15 years ago, maybe. Um, with a friend and colleague who had studied human design with her mentor. And the first exposure to human design cleared up some massive confusion for me. But I didn't deep dive into it till much later. And I've, I've kind of been in and out of human design since then. But a year ago, two years ago, a friend of mine started talking with me more about human design and opening some clarity up for me. And I was just hooked. And it was the right time. And it's now become an integral tool in how I coach and mentor people in Ignite Mastermind. And here's why. When you understand your human design, and by the way, human design, if you're not familiar with it, is literally just a, uh, a framework that allows you to understand what, what you're born with, what you're born to do. Uh, it is using several very ancient wisdom tools, including astrology, and it also uses um, so I Ching and a whole bunch of <laughs> really, really uh, amazing ancient tools that I don't fully understand. And that's okay, because what I know through the materials and what we get exposed to in the charts is very, it's powerful. And its it's what most people need to understand for two reasons. One, because they're making a pivot or change in their life and they're doubting what their inner knowing is trying to reveal to them. And this doubt, this um, not fully embracing these little nuggets of clarity they're starting to get is causing them to feel paralyzed or disconnected. The second way I see human design really, really powerfully supporting people right now is to take what you naturally do and amplify it because you know how to unlock certain success codes that are already inside of you, but potentially dormant. And what I see happen for people is literally, it starts feeling like magic is happening. And that's really what's happened for me over the last couple of years is magic started happening. Uh, magic in my relationships, magic inside my team, magic inside my own confidence and clarity because I could deepen my connection with my true self even when I had doubt or a lack of clarity around something. Now, there's two ways to listen to today's episode. One, you can just listen in and take it all in. And if you already know your human design chart or already have access to one, then um, just listen in, grab a pen and paper, write down anything that uh, is a new piece of a nugget of information for you or something you can apply. If if you don't know your human design chart, you've been curious about it, or this is brand new information, another possibility is go get your human design chart. I've set up a chart tool that you can go right now to melaniebenson.com forward slash human design chart. I will link that up in the show notes as well. If you head there now, You can um, get your chart. Now, caveat, you do need to know your birth information. And there are people who say, well, I don't know exactly what time I was born. If you know approximately what time you're born, you can get pretty close data. But if you have a way to get your birth certificate and it says it there, this will be even more insightful. Again, that's melaniebenson.com forward slash humandesignchart. There are some fundamentals in human design that I think is exactly where everyone should start. And if you're new to this, this is going to be plenty. By the way, when you uh, download your chart through my uh, chart tool and you watch for the um, information that comes through, you are going to get access to a video that will unpack human design in its entirety for you, and go deeper into uh, these five strategies and authority. And that would be a really, really great thing to do because these two pieces alone are so powerful and are are worth starting right there. Let's talk about one of the fundamentals that was my mind blower in the beginning. And I'll tell you why this started to shift my own uh, embracing my own influence and authority uh, positioning. The five strategies are manifester, generator, manifesting generator, projector, and reflector. Reflectors are the most unique on the planet. There's very few of them in all of the human design, or sorry, in in the uh, population of the world. (laughs) And uh, manifestors, I believe, are the second rarest. And the again, if you go through and get your chart and do the training, you'll learn all about the five strategies. But what was revealed to me is that as a manifester, I have a limited energy source. I don't have the energizer bunny energy that I was admiring and oftentimes feeling confused by in my peers. And since I learned that about myself, I've done so many readings with colleagues and uh, clients who are either manifesting generators or generators. And this has just become so crystal clear to me. The generators tend to have this ability to plug into their passion and just go and go and go and go. And they don't have the limited energies that manifestors and also projectors as well. And what happened for me early on was I was a manifester, but I was trying to build my business like a generator because I was surrounded with people who were generators. And I couldn't understand why I felt like I couldn't keep up energetically. And this can take the form of um, like my friends who would work 10, 12 hour days or be on trips back to back to back and not blink an eye. It was just like fun for them. They were always on the go. And I was like, oh my God, like I, I do six hours and I need to go like take a nap. I mean, that's a little exaggeration, but I could push, 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 but then I would need like five days downtime. I couldn't do the consistent plug in and just perform. And starting to understand the differences there was like a big permission slip to honor my energy roller coaster, And instead of trying to push through, which was leading me to burnout, to really embrace and to plan for, okay, if I'm going to do a big push, I need to take some time away. I need to go do some other things. I need to recharge my creativity. I need to uh, bring back balance. And I had to plug back in to... Energy so that I can come back and perform again. The other thing that this illuminated for me, and all of my clients who are manifestors, were like, oh my gosh, this is exactly it, is that manifestors are the visionaries. They have this ability to see what's possible. They're meant to take big, bold action in the world. They are they are the like they're idea people in general, and they tend to have big ideas. And When they're in doing energy, it burns them out faster. Now, some manifestors have adapted enough that that's not true for them, but most of the manifestors I know are better if they are surrounded with people who are manifesting generators generators, or even projectors, because the balance of their unique energies in the world, they are the... Let's get it done. Let's organize the idea. let us um, They are oftentimes very good at doing and organizing and getting things done. And manifestors are not always that good at it. And so understanding that gave me another permission slip to invest in my team. Now, it, there's some really interesting aspects to the manifesting generators and the generators and uh, each of I was doing a um, reading for a projector client of mine who just started 100K Authority Accelerator, and I've known her for a really long time. And she was like, "Wow, my my journey is just so different." And I, you know, I'm drawn to doing different types of activities that are more in alignment with helping people organize their operations. And when I was doing her chart, I was just super, super clear. I said, what what keeps coming up is the role of being like a fractional COO or a fractional operations manager. And she's like, yeah, that's what I love doing. But she was talking herself out of it because she couldn't see how to do, you know, like monetize it in a way that, uh, or at least have the ex- other parts of the experience that she wanted. And so as we went through her chart and then of course, using my coaching brain, we were starting to see a path that made perfect sense for her. And it was starting to get exciting. And so she was having these inklings, but she didn't know how to organize it in a way that felt congruent. And so I think sometimes the human design chart and the readings can help reveal, um, like how all of the pieces come together. So that's some st- some of the information around your strategy. Now, understanding your strategy helps you understand how you relate to people, how you late- relate to projects, how your energy management system tends to work. So I find it to be very helpful to know that, especially if you're dealing with burnout uh, or energy issues or you're losing your momentum and your desire to plug in and do the work you're doing in the world. Another quick story, I have a uh, Ignite Mastermind client who's a generator. And when we started to do his reading and use this in Ignite Mastermind, the big light bulb for him was to understand that as a generator, yes, he can work really long hours and he can be very methodical and very plugged in, but if he's not lit up and passionate about what he's efforting towards, It was not fun for him, and he resented work. And so that's another interesting thing about generators and what happens for manifesting generators is you do have to have passion for the work you're doing. Now, I want to go to the second way that I find human design so aligning. It's just so, so much beautiful information in it. And that is understanding what's called your authority. Now, your authority is, there's, like nine different authority style types, if you will, style types, (laughs) but um, mine is emotional. Um, Some other common ones are sacral, splenic, and I find that people typically are in in one of those. I've had some people who are egoic, which is an interesting one. So what it means to understand your authority is you learn how to trust your internal knowing and what happens in your body when the inner knowing is revealing itself and how to distinguish between internal knowing and those oftentimes blurry lines with fear or like a limiting belief or something that is a pattern that holds you back. So here's where things get so powerful in understanding your authority is when you really master and again, this is an experiment and you have to play with this a bit because every body is different, you will find it easier to make decisions and trust what your authority is telling you, even if it seems to go against logic. And this is where a lot of people get tripped up because in our bodies, you know, our bodies are made up a lot of water. There are electrical currents that are running through our body. That's our nervous system, Right. And when you really start to understand how all that works and you understand your authority, you'll start to understand what certain reactions in your body really mean and what is fear versus what is your internal knowing or your decision-making energy revealing itself to you. And here's an example. Uh, As an emotional authority, which I am, and several of my clients are, very uncanny how that was, we tend to have to ride a wave through our emotions, And this was always very confusing to me because again, I was comparing myself to peers who had different authority. They had splenic authority or they had sacral authority and there's a very different uh, way they can make decisions. Emotional authority often means I have to ride a wave through several emotions, which can take days. And if I'm judging myself or pushing myself can actually get extended into weeks. And process my feelings about something before I will make the best decision. And when I look back over time, where I made decisions that are quote-unquote not aligned, now of course we know that mistakes are almost always working for us because there was something about the quote-unquote mistake that got us where we are today, but if I look back and, and decisions that maybe I later regretted or felt harder than they needed to be, I pushed myself to make a decision while I was still feeling a high intensity of emotion. So learning that I'm going to have extreme emotional up and down roller coaster at times, especially if it's a big decision and letting that emotion settle in is very big. I literally just made a decision this last week that I have been sitting with for a year and a half it's a big decision. It's a costly decision. It is something that is going to require a lot of effort. And it finally was so crystal clear. I remember the very moment where I'm like, I'm all in. There was no more emotion. I just had clarity. And up until that moment, I was up, I was down. One day I was a yes, one day I was a no. And then when I knew I was so excited, I was like, yep, it's time. And I started moving all the, got all the ducks in a row. I I bought the new system and I I literally just started putting everything into motion. And if you follow me, uh, if you're in my email community, you know what this is because I've been sharing it and so happy with the decision. Now, let me contrast that with someone who has, um, like Splenic is, uh, their authority is more intuitive. So they get like an intuitive hit and they just know something. Well, I don't really get that very often. Sometimes I do, but almost always I have to feel that emotional congruence. And I also know if I feel a high emotion about something, I'm not doing anything on it until it starts to settle in. And sometimes what's happened is I've literally avoided disasters (laughs) and and really sticky, uncomfortable uh, situations because that emotion was not aligned and I didn't pursue it and then last the other one sacral that is pretty common they are more gut uh, response so they tend to get a very clear yes or no gut response many people who are sacral will say they literally hear this uh-huh uh, or they hear or feel the energy of uh uh-uh. and and I know that sounds kind of crazy if you're not sacral you're you'll you'll be like that's crazy but it's exactly what is up for them. Now here's what's interesting. If you're in relationship with, or you're coaching people or mentoring people who have a different authority system than you do, chances are you may hope they make decisions like you do, but they don't. So this was a big one for my husband and I, he's, he's um, sacral and I'm uh, the emotional. And so he gets very clear very quickly. And if he trusts his first response, With a yes or a no, he always makes the right decision. It's when he second guesses it that he gets in trouble. And he later, you know, overthinks and then feels like, ah, I made the wrong decision. So really, this could be a very powerful relationship strengthening tool, whatever relationships you're in. And it'll also help you coach better when you allow grace and and space for people to make decisions differently than you do. Okay, a couple more things. I want to cover all five. This is going to be a little longer episode today, but it's so good. I hope you will listen to it a few times. Um, The third thing that starts to get really interesting, and this is going deeper into human design in what's called the gates. There's a couple different gates I want to talk about today. And I didn't unpack this till much later. And I got to give a little shout out to my friend, Samantha Riley, who really helped me start to understand the power of gates in human design. And one of the ways that the gates is very powerful, and we use this in Ignite Astromine, is what's called your Mercury Gate, which is what we are here to communicate. So I'm not going to give you a lesson on how the gates work today, because the gates, it's a whole class in itself. But let's just say, when you're born, the position of all of the planets in the the um, solar system are in a very specific, precise position place and that infuses what the energy of your gates are. Let's just put it that way. But one of the things that I can start to understand with my clients that is very helpful in coaching and finding alignment and helping people step back into their power is the Mercury gate tells us what we're here to communicate. And it's so interesting because I wanted to run a test before I started talking about this more publicly. So I put all my clients through this and without a shred of like doubt. Every single one of them, they were 100% like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. That feels so aligned for me when we started to unpack their Mercury gate. One of my clients, um, and she's a manifester, was starting to understand that this gate, what was coming up for her was, she's here to communicate with bolder energy, And so she went through a period of feeling a little locked up and paralyzed and some stuff wasn't working and she was feeling a little bit of doubt around it. And one of the things that was so interesting is when we started to look at this and we started to look at her uh, Mercury gate and Mercury gate is literally, what were you born to communicate? The light bulb started going off for her. And then we started to combine this with the strategy of being a manifestor because bold energy activates power for manifestors and clarity started to emerge for her that she didn't have before. And so the Mercury Gate, um, there and there's some people who specialize in messaging and communication and human design that have some beautiful tools. Um, but one of the interesting things is each gate, whatever gate you have at Mercury, will tell you very clearly how to unlock your authority, how to have a more congruent message, what it is that when people experience your message, what's going to, uh, in the eyes of the beholder, demonstrate the most congruence and the most power. Because see, what's happening is we have these energetics in business and and the more confident we are and the more aligned we are with our messaging, the more that energy goes up and other people feel it in this unconscious way. And it's like this magnet turns on and people are like, OMG, like, what is she doing? What is he doing? And they wanna know more. And it, it's a very hard to do this from a logical, practical point of view. But when you dial in your message to really embrace your human design, boom, it's off the charts. Now, there's another gate that I found really, really insightful. And I actually did a deep dive at the Ignite Mastermind in-person retreat this last year. And I, I don't think we've ever had a more powerful retreat. And that was looking at our money pattern. So there's a gate called Jupiter that um, has to do with how we um, how we are with our gifts and part of our gifts are, uh, and blessings, they call it gifts and blessings, but part of that is money. And so we have unconscious and we have conscious patterns around money. And when we started to unlock this and also start to look at the dynamics of our type, our strategy, sorry, with our money patterns, major revelations, right? So we can use this information, and I've had a couple clients where, how to dial in their personal brand became more clear when we understood what was showing up in their money patterns and what was showing up for them around the brand energy that was uh, basically dormant inside of them already, but they hadn't stepped into. My, one of my clients, it was very interesting, he's a generator. And again, this is going a little bit deeper, but there is there is something, when you are not being yourself, there is an energy you will feel And for him, it was frustration. So when he is not in alignment with his best self, he feels frustrated. And that frustration was actually causing him to put the brakes on in his business. And he's making good money, but he wasn't feeling that motivation to expand, to grow the reach of his work in the world. And as we did his reading and we started to look at some of the information coming up, it was like the light bulb moment of, oh, yes, I spent a fair bit of time feeling frustrated. And again, for the generator, if they're not passionate about what they're doing, frustration can emerge. So becoming aware that frustration is a red flashing light, if I'm frustrated, I am not in my most authentic, most aligned self, became massively powerful for him so that we could make attunements to his offerings, to his messaging, to his work, so that instead of feeling frustrated, he was actually feeling excited again and passionate and wanting to invest time and energy to grow. The last thing I wanna share real quick is, um, we also have different centers, and if you download your human design chart, you'll see these big blocks, some of them are triangles, some of them are squares, these are called your centers, and they each connect to an energy source in the body. And one of them that I found very helpful in my work around messaging and branding and authority is your throat center. So your throat, again, is, is about what you're here to communicate. Our throat is either defined or undefined. And here's what's so interesting. Ask yourself, how easy is it for you to land on language and words and messaging that other people instantly get what you do? Now, chances are, if you said, this is my hardest thing I do, you are probably undefined in your throat center. And an undefined energy amongst, there's a lot of things that can happen for you. But one of the things that's pretty typical is you're very open around what you, you're messaging. And so you might find it's harder for you to clearly communicate what you do and you might hear something out there and you say, oh my God, that sounds so cool. And then try it. It's like, nope, falls flat, doesn't work for me. So um, there's a lot of discovery around people who have undefined throat centers. Whereas when you're defined, you're very clear and you tend to actually be very closed to uh, you know, things around you. And so there's pros and cons to that, obviously. But what happens is, This is where we can tap into how we demonstrate our authority and where we need to adapt or shift or get support from outside of ourselves to be able to have the most congruent and powerful message and authority plan and um, confidence so that what you're communicating acts like a magnet pulling people to you. So neither is bad or good. I know sometimes when people get their human design, they're like, I don't want that one. <laughs> like I like yours better. And it's like, look, they all have um, things that we wish that we had or didn't have. But it's when you learn to embrace your human design, the power you feel, the clarity of your mission, of your message, and of how to activate this magnet that pulls people into you. That's priceless. That's that to me is the most amazing opportunity on the planet is to re- be the most aligned and energized version of yourself because that congruence can't be taken away from you. And it's like you get to unlock this secret abundance code that everybody cu- wants. And I guarantee you, if you are noticing people around you who have this activated and it's like everything they, turn, they touch turns to gold, chances are, whether they consciously know it or not, they are operating in their unique human design. So I know this is a little bit of a departure from what we've talked about in the past, and we've actually had a couple guests come on and talk about human design, uh, which has been really, really interesting. If you know your human design, I'd be very curious to hear if you've gone deeper into these, the three that I talked about at the end here, your Mercury Gate around what you're here to communicate, your Jupiter Gate, and your money and success patterns. And your throat and really understanding uh, how to communicate your message with authority. I'd love to know if you've dug dug into that. And, And I'll put this out there. I do have a limited number of human design readings I do, mostly because there's a lot involved and I'm doing it because I am super passionate about sharing this information with people. If you wanted a reading, let me know. Right now, I'm keeping this open for a couple weeks more since we're gonna air the podcast. I have been charging $4.95 for the readings. I know it's like crazy low prices compared to what I charge for coaching, but I wanna make it accessible because there's people who are just getting so much benefit from this. And if you want it, um, get your chart, then reach out to me, or I will share with you how to do that Uh, on the page that gives you the training. I will not be keeping it at this price much longer because I'm finding that it is intensive time (laughs) to build the uh, readings because I do a lot of background work to prepare to make sure it's all clear and ready for you. But I'd love to do a few more this year. And if that's you, then I'd be very excited to do that with you. Again, go to melaniebenson.com forward slash human design chart to get your chart. It's absolutely free. There's no cost to get the chart itself and to get that first training where I'll unpack the fundamentals of human design for you. If this was illuminating for you or exciting and inspiring, I really want to know what was it that got insightful or inspiring for you today? Give me a little shout out wherever you're listening to this episode.